What's up, fellow therapy goers, listeners? I still don't have a proper intro for this podcast yet. Um, But today in the therapy session, I want to talk about finding your own entourage. Um, And when I say that, like, I don't mean like in, in a Hollywood sense where like it's just you and then a bunch of people following you at your your beck and call. I mean, similar to um the actual TV show Entourage um and I mean obviously it was kind of modeled after the same thing. It was an actor who had a bunch of his friends and uh family members who followed him, but not in in that sense either, but if you if you take apart like the the I guess the overall goal they had. Yes, of course they all at the end of the day were kind of following behind uh Vincent who was like the main guy. He was the actor and then uh the celebrity of the friend group and then everybody else pretty much followed what he did. But I think the reason why it worked so well is because they didn't follow him and do all these things for him because he said so um they did it because they were also interested in the thing that he was interested in which was acting entertainment however you want to look at it but they didn't want to pursue it in the same way that he did so they all pretty much built themselves around figuring out how to still be into the thing that they all were interested in which was entertainment and movies and acting but applying the skills that they were good at so whether that's been his his manager his booking agent um you know his lawyer like negotiating contracts being like his day-to-day person um they all pretty much found like the perfect opportunity to do what they were good at and then also do it for some calls that they actually wanted to do and the thing, the reason why I brought it up is because I think as of lately, I've I've found like one or two people that kind of get it uh, in the sense that they're on the same wavelength that I am. Not, not saying that I'm, please don't take this as me saying like I'm thinking at a higher level than a lot of people because that is not the case. I'm just saying some people think and, oh, I like... I'm graduating high school and I'm getting married. I'm going to graduate from college and find my wife and we're going to have a kid. We're going to buy a house. And then other people was like, I just want to travel the world. And you have people like, I want to start a business. I want to do this. And so everybody has their own direction in which they go to. And I, I think where I came from, where I went to college, a lot of my friends um, pretty much follow the traditional path that I think is the universal path that pretty much a lot of people where I'm from follow, which is nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, if it works, then make it work. Um, But that's not necessarily the path that I'm following. And so there's always a lot of friction. uh, And I give you an example that has come up so many times in the last two years I've gone to, I believe, six weddings in every single wedding is I was kind of like, hey, like you're still single. I have this person I want to introduce you to. And I'm like, well, first of all, that's kind of weird. Like 
this is your wedding. Like you, you signed up for this. Like, don't try to sign me up for something that I didn't ask for. Um, or at least not yet. And so there, there's always this friction. Cause I feel like I have to explain myself and it, it makes me, because I've had to explain it so many times, think, am I the one that's crazy? Like, am I crazy? Or like, are, are they just too stuck in this, this method of, of life? And, and I'm lately I'm starting to realize that it's, it's really neither. Like people are going to live the life that best suits them. That's okay. Um, but I do feel like a lot of times, especially if, you know, you're in a group and a lot of people are kind of taking the same path, then I feel like there is some residual group think that comes up. Um, and so it kind of gets like pushed onto the, the non conforming thinkers. Um, and so in that sense, I'm just like out of it, like take me out of it. Um, when I want to go there, I'll go there, but don't try to drag me there. But, you know, lately I've been feeling like, okay, maybe I'm not crazy because I'm starting to meet other people that share the same sentiment as me um, and in a pretty granular sense. Like, I have a lot of friends that, uh, I, so I guess I'll tell my part of it first. So I'm like really in no rush to settle down, be in a relationship, like, find somebody, like, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I feel like I genuinely have, um, I have a reason why. I feel like it's also probably one of those reasons where if I went to legitimate therapy, they'd be like, okay, you need help. Um, which I I feel like I have to talk about that part of my life in a podcast that is soon. Because I think what I've recently over the last year have started to come to terms with, I think justify and a lot of times clarify why I do things the way that I do. But away from that, um, you know, my whole thing is like, I don't feel the need to rush into a relationship or anything like that. Uh, or really have a desire right now to do any of that. And so a lot of my friends are like, so you just want to be lonely? And I'm like, well, I guess it's it's technically like the way I look at it is the same way economists look at unemployment. Like unemployment isn't the amount of people that don't have a job. It's the amount of people that don't have a job that are currently looking. So technically, if you're not looking, you're not unemployed. I guess that makes sense. And so to me, when people say, oh, you're lonely, and I'm like, well, it's only lonely if I'm looking for someone to fill that void. I know it sounds so crazy, but obviously we're in therapy, so like you can kind of say whatever. Um, and so for me, it's, I, I'm okay with that, but my ultimate goal is I want to build something. Um, and not in like a physical sense, like, even though it could be, but like a startup company, like a product, something that I really think is is worth sharing with the world something that would be really successful i don't see myself working a traditional nine to five job for the rest of my life and a lot of my friends are the complete i wouldn't say complete opposite um but they're like 
yeah, I would like to have my own business someday. But, I mean, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. And I guess, and I think that's where, like, the difference of opinion is because my whole thing is, like, it has to happen. Um, like, there's no chance that I would pass up to do this, like, today. Um, and so that kind of shows, like, where the, the split is. And so only recently have I been meeting very few people that have been like, yeah, I'm on the same boat. Like, I'm not in a rush to get married. Don't even know if it's even a thing. Uh, I'm just trying to live my life, create something that I can appreciate, enjoy, share with the world. The world will appreciate it. It'll make me successful, and I can be on my own. Um, and so I think that's really important for a lot of reasons. And then the number one reason is, I legitimately did feel like I was insane for a while because it felt like I was the only one in my immediate friend group that had the same type of thinking and thought process. Um, I also felt like I was I was being judged, one, for when I would attempt to do something, like have a business idea, and then two, when it didn't work. And I'm like, I think that only made me go more into being reserved and kind of like not secretive but really passive about what I shared about the different business ideas and opportunities I was trying because I felt like you just wouldn't get it like why am I wasting my breath when you don't get it and then you know here we are present day and it's like I found a few people and it's you can pretty much see the difference in conversation. Like if one of my, um, and I feel like I'm like, I'm not trying to split my friend group up, but if, if you just call like, you know, one of my run of the mill friends I've known for years and it's like, I'm genuinely excited to talk to them. I'm generally, generally excited to talk in general, which is why I have a podcast. Cause I just like to talk. Um, but the conversations are pretty much like the same things we always talk about. Like there's, I'm not going to say there's no value there, but it's very surface level in a lot of senses or is like, Hey, did you watch this TV show? Or did you see this meme? Or let me tell you about this thing that happened today in the grocery store. And it's like, yeah, there's like, which I love those conversations because um, I feel like a lot of times I, I genuinely find a lot of those things funny and I'm a person who likes to laugh. So just throw it all at me and I, I'll probably laugh at it regardless just because I just want want an excuse to laugh. But, you know, after a while, like those conversations, it just become very circular to me. It's like, okay, we've talked about that. And then you tell the same story, but it sounds like the same thing you just said. And then you tell the same, another story, and it, it sounds like the first two stories. And it's like, okay, cool. And then you call me back like a week later, and like, we're we're at square one. We're ground zero. We're still talking about what you saw in the grocery store, which is cool. Love that for you. Um, but the conversations that excite me the most, it's like, you know, I have a particular friend or two it's like 
when they call, it's a completely different story. Like it, it's what I would assume the conversations are like at um, a Silicon Valley technology startup that is beyond. They're like probably at the end of the startup phase. So they're not, you know, they're not like a huge company yet. They're not, you know, crushing large numbers and have like a really extensive track record. But I mean, they're not still trying to develop anything or still trying to get their feet under them. Like, I think they have a good reputation. But those are the type of conversations that I get excited about. Like, you can um, actively tell that I'm excited about the thing that I'm talking about. And I think those are the friendships that I wish I had more of. But then it's also probably like a good thing that I don't because my entire day will be filled up with me calling those type of friends like, hey, did you hear about this startup? Did you see what this CEO did? Like, what do you think about this new private equity deal? Like, how long do you think this company's going to last? What kind of technology do you think they're made of? Like, those are the conversations that I don't think I could have with my regular, and I, I hate that I'm about to say, but like regular everyday friends. And I just want to <laughs> let you know, to the people on either side of the fence, you all are my everyday friends. I just don't know how to label the differentiation between the friends that I talk memes about and then the friends that I talk business and technology and startups about. So don't feel like you're being put on the other side of the fence. I promise the, the grass is green no matter how you look at it. Um, unless it's not, then get out of my freaking yard. But anyway, and so I think like that's what's really important because you really become, I think, who you're supposed to be and become excited about that person when you have people that you can share it with and that also can understand and give you feedback and value and kind of acknowledgement and understand the same way you give it to them. Um because like nothing sets me on fire more than I see something and it's like, oh my God, like this is such a, a good business idea or this crazy new startup or this deal was insane. Why can't people give me $10 million to start a business? And I can text, you know, certain friends and they was like, yeah, I was, I was going to like text you that or like, um, I was going to call you to talk about that later tonight. And it's just like, that that just gets me so excited um just because like that's that's where i'm where i am in my life and i think that i don't know like silo of my life even though i don't have anything silo like i think everything across the board in my life pretty much blends in with each other but if i had to take that slice of the pie it's almost like when you're eating a meal and you like and I don't know if everybody else does this too but there's always either like a part of the main dish or like the side for me if I'm eating a meal that consists of chicken tenders and french fries which happens a lot like I want my last bite of the meal to be french fries if that makes sense like you you have in your mind what the best possible outcome is to make the meal and on the best possible note and so, so for me, it's kind of like 
if you were eating, you know, the meal and it's like, I'm like, this is the piece that I'm excited about, regardless of, you know, this is obviously the end of the meal, but I'm still extremely excited about it. Probably more excited than you were like the first bite. That piece of the pie, like having those type of conversations is that piece of the pie for me. Um, and it's not saying that the rest of the pie isn't important because it is, but it's like when I get to that slice of the pie, like the mouth starts to water and like it just salivates. Like I feel like I'm watching like a like a fast food commercial where you can like see like the the food like running outside of their mouth and you're like why like why does it look so good on TV but it doesn't look good in person? That's a completely different conversation. Not even sure why I brought that part up, but you know. I think that's really important for anybody to obviously have genuine friends that care about you, but where you can also find friends that genuinely care about you, but then also you have the same very granular interest in, like almost at the like same level, and you kind of perceive those things the same way and you know, what you want to get out of those situations um, are pretty much one and the same. Like, like man, those are, those, those are the moments where you're like, I can keep talking about this for hours. And genuinely, I do. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're one of those friends, I'm sorry. You can hang up at any point, but like three hours is like, that's like the first, that's like a warm-up laugh for me. Like, I can talk about things that I'm really passionate about for hours. Like pretty much I feel like my my full-time job should be public. Like it should have been public speaking. Like I should be just talking all day nonstop constantly. Like I don't even have to take a sip of water, don't even have to take a breath, just keep going. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of say that because I think I didn't realize that I was missing that until I got it. And then, you know, I kind of went to a point where I was like, I wish I had gotten it sooner, but I'm happy I have it now. Um, and so I just think as we're meandering through life and you deciding on whether or not you you have enough friends, you want to meet new people, or you maybe you did meet somebody new recently and you're like, oh, well, like, you know, I have enough friends that, as it is. Like, I would definitely say if you feel like you have enough friends, but you don't have enough friends that think and operate on the same level and wavelength as you do, then at least find one or two people that do, because I promise you, it will be a absolute game changer. If you've ever been in a situation or if you kind of, agree uh with what i'm talking about then i love to hear feedback you can always find me on twitter at life is john um, and i will see you all in the next therapy session